This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Well, it's now coming out that plaintiffs who dropped a challenge to a new state law are not necessarily going to go away. Last Friday, the parents of two transgender teens in Alabama dismissed their own case against the VCAP bill that Governor Ivey signed into law. The Vulnerable Child Compassion and Protection Act bans a doctor from prescribing cross-sex hormones or performing gender reassignment surgeries here in Alabama. The Southern Poverty Law Center and American Civil Liberties Union joined with these parents to file the lawsuit before it ultimately was withdrawn last Friday. Now the parents are telling WSFA that another lawsuit will be filed in this case. The VCAP law is set to go into effect this coming May 8th. The Stand Your Ground law in Alabama is used by an Alabama judge to dismiss capital murder charges against a Birmingham man. Jefferson County Judge Alaric May tossed out the murder charges against 23-year-old Bernard Smith. Smith was arrested in 2019 for the shooting death of 32-year-old Kirby Davis. Judge May determined that Smith was defending himself after being robbed and kidnapped by four men. Davis was one of the kidnappers shot, who ultimately died. The stand-your-ground law allows for a person to defend themselves rather than retreat in cases where they are not committing any type of unlawful activity. The judge applied this law to Smith's case. However, prosecutors argued against the application of the stand-your-ground law since Smith was selling marijuana at the time of the robbery and kidnapping. The ex-boyfriend of a now-deceased missing woman has been extradited back to Florida and booked into the Rosa County Jail. Marcus Benevolo was charged with tampering with evidence and giving false information to a law enforcement officer during an investigation. Spinevolo was not released on bond due to his failure to appear in court over a speeding ticket back in 2021. Spinevolo was arrested in Tennessee in early April after the body of Cassie Carley was found on property in Alabama that is owned by Spinevolo. Carly and her daughter went missing from Navarre Beach on March 27th. The little girl was then found with her father Spinevolo while Carly's body was found on April 2nd in a barn. Santa Rosa County Sheriff Bob Johnson says more charges are expected to be filed against Spinevolo. Two teachers from the same school district in Alabama are now running for the same statewide award. Laura Trailer and Megan Johnson work for the Ozark City School System. Both were selected from their respective schools as Teachers of the Year. This puts Trailer and Johnson into the statewide consideration for the yearly award. Johnson is an elementary teacher and Trailer a secondary teacher. Both say they are excited to continue on in this process to represent the Ozark City Schools across the state. The teachers will send in videos of themselves to the Alabama Board of Education. The field will then be narrowed down to four teachers following those videos, and then the Alabama Teacher of the Year will be named on May 11th in Montgomery. If you're an Atlanta Braves fan living here in Alabama, well, there are some more opportunities to see your favorite players. The 2021 World Series champions have added five more stops within the state as they conduct a celebration tour with their World Series trophy. On May 13th, the team will be at Riverside Park in Mobile. May 15th, the Opera House in Dothan. June 23rd, Academy Sports in Madison. June 24th, the U.S. Space and Rocket Center in Huntsville. And June 26th, Heritage Park in Coleman. 
The Atlanta Braves started out of Atlanta in 1966 and are the longest operating franchise in Major League Baseball. This is their second World Series title. The Braves will be taking that trophy to 151 stops throughout the Southeast. You can find more about that tour at Braves.com. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, the White House confirms that passengers will no longer be required by the TSA to wear masks on airline flights, trains, or buses. This comes after a federal judge ruled against the travel mask mandate on Monday. The federal judge out of Florida, Catherine Kimball Mazel, nullified the mask mandate, which was recommended by the Center for Disease Control and implemented by the Biden administration. Judge Mazel said that the CDC failed to justify their decision to issue a mask mandate and did not follow proper rulemaking procedures when they crafted it. The judge wrote a 59-page ruling saying that U.S. law does not permit agencies to act unlawfully even in pursuit of desirable ends and that this has forced her to vacate the mask mandate. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki deferred to the Department of Justice for any further action legally. She also expressed disappointment with the judge's ruling. CDC recommended continuing the order for additional time, two weeks, uh, to be able to assess the latest science in keeping with its responsibility to protect the American people. So this is obviously a disappointing decision. The CDC continues recommending wearing a mask in public transit. Uh, As you know, this just came out this afternoon. So right now, the Department of Homeland Security, uh, who would be implementing, and the CDC are reviewing the decision. And of course, the Department of Justice uh, would make any determinations about litigation. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis reacted to the news saying it's great to see a federal judge in his state follow the law and reject the Biden mandate. DeSantis says that employees and passengers deserve to have this misery end. Speaking of Ron DeSantis, the governor has now made public statements about the rejection of dozens of math textbooks being used in Florida public schools. About 40% of the textbooks have been tossed out recently by the Florida Department of Education due to the concepts and language inserted into the math problems. We have best standards, which is a a better uh, way to do a lot of things, but particularly math. I mean, one of the criticisms was the parents couldn't help their kids with the math homework. So any of the books that don't meet the best standards are are not going to be appropriate for us to use. Uh, You do have things like social and emotional learning and some of the other things that are more political in there. In our view on something like math, first, it doesn't meet the standards. But second, you know, math is about getting the right answer. And we want kids to learn to think so they get the right answer. It's not about how you feel about the problem or to introduce some of these other things. It's there's a right answer and there's a wrong answer. And we want all our students getting the right answers. And so most of the books that did not meet Florida standards, for whatever reason, happened to be in the early grades. Uh, we don't want things like math to have you know, some of these other concepts introduced. It's not been proven to be effective. And, and quite frankly, it takes our eye off the ball. Well, there's a scandal brewing over at Instagram with decisions that have been made by the parent company known as Meta, formerly known as Facebook. The Guardian newspaper is reporting that the social media platform Instagram is not removing any flagged accounts where there are sexualized comments posted to pictures of children. Instagram supposedly has a zero tolerance for such child exploitation. However, use of the in-app reporting, however, users of the in-app reporting system are flagging certain accounts with highly questionable material only to see those accounts remain live and unremoved. The director of online public safety for the National Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Children 
says these accounts are often engaged in what is called breadcrumbing, which means they are technically working within the Instagram rules for posts, but are using it as a means by which pedophiles and sex offenders can send a private message for further illegal activity. Andy Burroughs told The Guardian that social media companies should be proactively identifying this material as a threat to children and remove it from the site. A settlement has been reached between the state of West Virginia and Johnson & Johnson Pharmaceuticals. The drug maker will pay out $99 million to that state for the company's part in perpetuating the opioid crisis and drug overdose deaths among West Virginians. The state attorney general, Patrick Morrissey, says this is the largest settlement in the country when considering the per capita amount. Morrissey says it's a major step forward in helping the people of that state who have been devastated by the opioid epidemic. Johnson & Johnson is dealing with further litigation in other states and communities across the U.S. when it comes to opioids. A recent Quinnipiac poll of Hispanic voters in the U.S. is revealing some not-so-bueno numbers for President Joe Biden. The ugly news shows that only 26% of Hispanics approve of Biden's job performance in the White House. 69% approved of Biden when he first took office in 2021. So that means in 15 months, that approval rating has dropped by 43 points. The poll was conducted between April 7th to the 11th. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. You'll want to check out the 1819 News podcast as host Brian Dawson and Ray Mellick talk to Dr. Chad Mathis about masks. Chad can talk about well, it. Well, I, I don't know. If you can't, you don't. talk about masks? Oh, sure. The, <laughs> no, we look at masks and we talk about, like, do they actually work? Okay, well, let's look at all the studies pre-pandemic, you know, like show that they, they there is no uh, uh, ability for them to uh, uh decrease the transmission they what what masks do is they keep you from spitting on people and that's the bottom line and so they they are a large particle uh, uh, obstruction and they can't you know anything that's aerosolized that small particles is going to pass through there you know we wear them in the operating room it's it's to keep from droplets uh, yeah. mm-hmm. going into wounds and such and so they're, they're definitely uh, helpful for, for for that why do you think that there was a mask mandate then well there's by so it goes back to biases in, in human nature yeah. and that if they would have come out and said, hey, just keep doing what you're doing, um, we're all scared, and th- that's not going to work. And, yeah. and so they come out and say, we're, we have to do something about this. Yeah. And, and what can we do? And so we're going to say, you need to wear a mask. And then we're going to say, well, that only one that actually works is an N95 mask. And then we realize that that's going to destroy the 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 supply of n95 masks said no just wear your handkerchief handkerchief and that'll be fine it's i i mean to me it's always about human nature and and trying to to decide it made people feel like they were doing something as much as anything can we just saw a study where uh the economies of states that didn't overreact uh and the healthcare results really generally turned out better than those that went into shutdown mode and almost an overreaction so you have to look at things critically. I think that's the most important thing to come out of this is is that you know governments tend to overreact um, in, in in nature, and they're going to come down on on the side of using their hammer uh, yeah. and, and make those and deci- sickle and, <laughs> their hammer and sickle. See what uh, I, did there? I see what you did. Okay. That, that yeah. went yeah. That. And so <laughs> you can find more of that podcast on the eighteen ninety news website under the podcast tab. 
If you're enjoying this podcast, The Daily Detail, and want to pass on a link to a friend and encourage them to subscribe as well, they can do so on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 